0: This is Brett Martin of the Texas Rangers, and you're listening to the Rangers Nation Podcast. Welcome to Rangers Nation Podcast, talking all things Texas Rangers. Rangers Nation Podcast is a part of Dallas Sports Nation, providing coverage of all your DFW sports teams. Now, here's your host, Texas Rangers blogger,
1: the Recliner Nerd. Hello, everyone, and welcome once again to Rangers Nation's Podcast. I am your host, the Recliner Nerd, and today's episode is... The All-Stars, we'll talk about the Rangers that have made the All-Star team coming out of the Tampa Bay Series. They did announce the All-Stars. We knew Hunter Pence is going to be the starter at DH. The rest of them came out while ago. We're also going to go down in the bus leagues and talk to Tyler Phillips. Tyler Phillips at Frisco. He was at Down East having an All-Star season. It's at Frisco now. He talks about, uh, I don't know if you remember when we talked to Brock Burke earlier this year and we asked him what's something nobody knows about you. He said, well, nobody knows that I am a uh, – I sw- walk uh, walk around in my sleep. Well, Tyler Phillips confirmed that. He's his roommate. And we'll get into all of that, and we're going to have some fun right after this. Okay, everybody, and welcome to this edition of the Rangers Nations Podcast. This is the All-Stars Edition, as we talk about the Texas Rangers and their All-Star selections, and then we'll get into the Rangers. They're coming off a series where the first time since mid-May they lost a series to, uh, to Tampa Bay Devil Rays uh I'm sorry Tampa Bay Rays they are not the devil Rays anymore they may be the Montreal Rays I don't know they're trying to do this half half Montreal half Tampa Bay I think that got kind of squashed with uh St. Pete's saying that that's where the uh I think St. Pete's has the lease on the stadium or something and said you're under contract with us until uh you're not gonna be able to do I don't know anyway they're they're suffering there they don't draw anybody but after uh at, you know, Tampa Bay's legit, um, it, and some some holes were figured out with this Ranger team, and we'll talk about that in a minute. But let's get into the all-star selections. We knew Hunter Pence was selected by the fans. He was selected as the first-team uh, uh, DH. It's a great year for uh, Hunter coming back. Uh, you know, he's coming back from uh, – uh, the Giants, where they basically let him walk away, uh, they almost gave him a going-away party, like he was going to retire. Uh, Hunter went and worked with a swing coach this this uh, uh, this winter and changed everything about his approach, everything, and and came back at it. And look what he's done. He's made first. First All Star starting selection that he's made in the American League. Um, this and he's super excited about that. Today they came out and there were two different Major League Baseball uh, did the reserves. The reserves had Mike Minor who deservedly. I mean, look, he's a, he's the Cy Young, one of the Cy Young front runners right now. Verlander's obviously up there. Blake Snell could be up there again. I mean, we saw him pitch today, although he's had a bad June. But uh, Mike minor has got to be considered a an a Cy Young contender. And leaving him off the All Star team would have been a travesty. Whether or not he'll get the start, everyone thinks that that uh, my, uh, Verlander will probably get the start. And a lot of that's dictated by the coaching staff too. I mean, I know Woodward will let uh, whoever the All Star, the American League All Star coach uh, will be Boston. It'll be uh, uh, Cora. Cora will be the American League All Star manager, um, and he'll probably bring his staff and he'll bring a couple of another a couple of other. AL managers with him to to help coach the team. Whether Woody comes or not, I don't know. Uh, but they, you know, he'll he'll ask Woody. Can I use Miner? Whether Miner will get into the game, we'll see. The other one was selected by the players. And if you're going to be selected by anyone but the fans, the players is who to get selected by. And that's who Joey Gallo. G- Joey Gallo was. It is a travesty right now that he has not been asked to do the All Star. I mean, to do the Home Run Derby. Um, he is going to the All Star game. He'll be a reserve. The players picked Joey Gallo to be an all-star, that's got to be a compliment. When the other players in the league think that you're good enough to be an all-star, that's, that's pretty, uh, that's pretty telling. And uh, I know that Joey's proud of that and he should be proud of that um, coming out of that because uh, you know, to be, to be nominated by your peers and to get that gig, that that's pretty good. We'll see if he gets into that home run derby. I hope he gets into that home run derby. I, I heard someone saying today, uh, I think it was Mark McLemore, was saying after the uh, the loss today, I saw him on the postgame show, he was not extremely fired up about that. He said, I bet, I bet Ranger Brass isn't real fired up about him doing that, especially coming back from an oblique uh, strain um you know you can get injured and joey will be pumped up and wanting to, to do that they haven't asked him to do it it's a little different now they're doing it for a million dollars a million dollars to the winner of the of the home run derby um it's not just for show anymore you get a little dough to go with it joey's making league minimum a million dollars go a long way i mean he'll be out there trying to crank them out of that stadium in cleveland oh sorry about that took a drink so anyway so that's a that's a big deal so let's uh Let's keep an eye on that. Let's talk about the Rangers and where they are right now. Uh, coming out of this, let me see the standings. Uh, look, they lost. They, they're, now they're going to be two games back at Tampa Bay um, in the wild card. I still think they're ahead of. Uh, let me see real quick. In the right now, they're two games back and still half a game up on Cleveland, who won today, and half a game up on Oakland. This is going to be a fight down to the end. Uh, two bad games. They just look. They got outdueled there, and and what it did is it it. It proved there is a big hole in this uh, in on this team. As good as this team is, as well as this team is, they need another frontline starter, or they need a starter to to be serious about it. They got within uh, five, and a half, five and a half games of Houston. I think if Houston won today, uh, right now we're six and a half. So they so they won again, and we lost. So we're six and a half. Got as close as four and a half to Houston, um, but. Uh, look, that whether we catch Houston or not, whether the Rangers, do, I don't, I don't see it. I mean, they're they are just well, something's got to be done at the trade deadline to to, to have a chance to catch Houston. Um, the best way to the playoffs for this team is obviously going to be in the wild card. You would rather be the the host, uh, the, the number one seed of the wild card, so you can host that one game that's the play-in. Um, so that's really dictating what you're going to do at the trade deadline. Now, are they going to be – I mean, I know that, that Ranger fans want them to be buyers. They want them to go out and pick the best guys out there. There's been a lot of names floating around. This team will not – if they rent a player at all, a rental player would be someone like Smith or Bumgardner, who their, their free agent contracts are up at the end of the year. Um, those would be rental players. Darvish was a rental player. The, uh, the Giants are not going to get a top 100 prospect. The only ones we have in the top 100 right now would be uh, uh, Hans Kraus and uh, uh, what, uh, what's his name? Oh, my gosh, I've gone blank, and I'm sorry about that. Uh, Cole Wynn uh, are the only two right now that are considered uh, top 100 prospects. Neither one of those are going for Madison Bumgardner for a few months. That's not going to happen. I don't see him. Um, I was at the Frisco game the other night when Jason Barr was pitching. There was a Giants uh, scout there. He did say he was scouting Midland, which is Oakland. Uh, he was scouting them, and he was scouting some Rangers too. He doesn't know who. Uh, San Francisco's talking to, but it uh, could be, you know, but you know he's got some players he was there to watch. Um, obviously, that means the Giants and Rangers have at least talked. I know Oakland's talked. That's a move that Oakland would make. Oakland, I could see Oakland giving up a top prospect and bringing in Bumgarner. They 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 live and breathe by trying to to do something at the trade deadline and get in. They're all they were one of the first analytic teams to do that. Uh, bringing in Bumgarner and and the type of starter he is, I could see them. Uh, you know, they the Oakland always has a great uh, depth in their in their minor leagues because they draft a lot of college kids that are well developed, and they don't they can't afford to extend people to long term contracts. Most of their star players get in here and uh, play out maybe through the arbitration years before they hit free agency, and Oakland has to let them walk. Uh, they don't get to uh, to attach anything, uh, you know, they, they, they get a draft pick out of it. That's about it. Uh, once they walk, but, uh, they're not going to be, uh, you know, that so Oakland tries to build through, through trades. And when they're and they're on it like that, they'll do a rental, which will be cheaper. Maybe get one of their prospects like that. I don't see the Rangers doing it. Bumgarner would be fine for the Rangers. I think they're going to ask too much for the Rangers to do it. The only one that I see that, that the Rangers could have some interest in would, uh, be Matthew Boyd from Detroit, but he's going to cost a little bit. I threw something out on Twitter and got lambasted about Hans Kraus for Boyd. Boyd Boyd's pitching fantastic this year, and look, his ERA is good. He's kind of coming down to earth, so I'm glad that, that I am not the GM because I would have been fired, but um, you know, look, I'm, I'm watching what the Rangers are doing. There's some holes in the lineup. They could really use, an, uh, uh, you know, I don't see them making an upgrade at catcher. There's no one really out there, but there is a big hole in the lineup when uh, when uh, Mathis is playing. Uh, Roogie still an issue. Trying to you know he's got a few hits lately, but he what is he at 180 now? Um, he's still not doing what Roogie needs to be doing for this team to contend. Um, you know this is this is not a team that 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 uh, look they're going to have to do something. It's going to have to be long term. They need a closer. Um, they need a legit closer going into any playoff series you're going to have to have an absolute legit closer and uh i don't see the rangers they don't have one um you know I, leclerc could be they might be going out there to, to look for one but again you got to find somebody that's going to be controllable there's some kids on the farm that look like they could be legit closers um you know you got class a who's having some control issues um i saw what's his name the other night fairbanks who pitch has been up could be a closer but you know he's he walked, gave up a couple dingers before striking out the side. He gave up a couple dingers the other night, uh, long ones in Tampa Bay. So, you know, look, this team is showing its flaws. I, it's exciting. It's great baseball. It's competitive baseball. There is no doubt they're not going to trade Mike Minor. Don't look for them to trade Mike Minor. He's too valuable to this team. He's going to be here. And, I, look, I'm for him extending him. When they get to the winner, Um, you know, after this, this winter, they need to look at extending and look, Mike Miner's 31 years old. He's got to be looking at what happened with the, uh, he's got to be looking at what happened with, uh, Dallas Keuchel, um, who got, didn't get signed till after, uh, the draft this year because of the draft picks that were, um, that were allotted to him. So I, I'm sure going into – look, the Rangers have control of him for one more year, so he is here next year if they don't trade him over the winter. I, they're not trading him at the trade deadline. It would have to be a deal over the winter. But I think they try to extend him. I mean, he's 31 years old. You go in and him $20 million a year maybe for four or five years, giving, you know, $80 to $100 million. I would do that. Even Mike Miner, a little bit regressed, is going to be a great three, four, or five starter for you making that – you know, 20 minute million towards the end. And, you know, you could put a couple of uh, opt outs in there, which he might be for. And he's got to look at that and legitimately say, you know what, I, that's not bad. Play out my 10, year, 10 million this next year, sign for maybe uh, 80 more or uh, 100 more, you know, 15 to 20 million dollars. Could he get 25 on the open market? It's possible, but he may not want to see if that's possible on the open market. You know, he's got, I think he does have Boris as an agent. But, uh, you know, the, Boris is getting slapped around a little bit this year. I think people are realizing that Boris and his – you know, he he brings a book to everything where he's got a complete – look, If I can't stand Boris. I think he he's bad for baseball. If my child was the number one pick in baseball, I would want Boris to represent him. I heard Jamie Newberg say that one time, and you know what? I see it. I don't like the guy. I think that, that uh, his ideas – I mean, he is – driven up the process so bad um that that he's run off some you know he's people don't like to deal with him and if you're one of your players uh one of your best players on your team um is a boris client more than likely he's going to go to free agency um because that's what boris does and you know he's gonna he he likes to get take it to the open market and get more money he wants leverage and that's what he's always trying to do um so i you know, I don't like him. I, I, I don't gallows with Boris now. I, you know who else is with him? You, you guys wondering why Josh Young hasn't signed yet from Texas Tech? Boris is his advisor. So's is Wenzel, Davis Wenzel, the second uh, – the compensation pick. He's also a Boris guy. Heard that from the Giants uh, scout. He said that's what it is. He said he's he's sure Young's going to sign. He knows Wenzel signed, sign. But Boris is going to drag this out. And, uh, you know, if I was Josh Young, I'd want to get playing. That's where I'd want to do. He's got to work on that. He's got to get in here and start facing these. Look, college pitching is great, and he was knocking the crap out of it. And I'm really excited to have Josh Young and Wenzel in this organization. But when you get to even low A ball and rookie ball and and, and up in the Northwest League, everybody that's in that league pitching would have been an all-star or an all-American in most leagues. Throwing a hundred, you know, ninety-five miles an hour. A lot of them signed out of high school, so you've got to start facing these guys now and get going. And and Young's just delaying the inevitable. Um, you know, I know he wants to get up to the big leagues quick. He certainly looks like a kid that could. I mean, he moves the bat good. He has control. He needs to learn to pull the ball a little more. But anyway, I'm going off on a tangent here because of Boris and and what's happening there um, and getting that signed. But the Rangers. Obviously have a lot to work on. Uh, Kyle Dowdy is now on a, a rehab assignment. Looks like they're going to try to bring him back. That's probably going uh, to be an issue when he gets back. Let's see what happens when, uh, you know, someone's going to have to go out. I guess Fairbanks will go out. I'm sure that uh, he might be the one that, that's the odd man out. Brett Martin, you know, I predicted at the first of the year that Brett Martin would be the the rookie of the year for the Rangers. He's proven to be that. I mean, he still is the rookie of the year right now. He is. He's been great out of the bullpen. As, and I say rookie, someone that has that made their major league debut this year. Um, you know, there are some that could be considered rookies. Sampson might be considered a rookie. The little time he had last year, but he he made it to the major leagues last year. I'm talking about that made it to the major leagues this year. And and in that situation right now, the best player is. Without a doubt, Brett Martin, and it wouldn't surprise me if he's the Rangers' Rookie of the Year, and he is to me. So that's the that's the the gist of it right now. That's what you're dealing with with the Rangers. They're coming into the they're coming into the uh, All Star break. We got three there's there's three teams with three in the, the uh, in the uh, All Star game. Uh, the Yankees, us, and s- Cleveland maybe have three, and then Houston leads the way. They've got six. And, uh, look, I'm sorry, George Springer's a great player. He's got no business being on the All-Star team. He hasn't played most of the year. And it's just ridiculously stupid that fans can vote in someone like that. I, I It ought to be all merit-based and be off the players – um, and after the players nominate whoever, then maybe the fans can get involved. But, honestly, it's, I, it's you know, it, there's stuff like that that kind of ticks me off. Um, once a team's really, really good, everybody comes in and votes for that, you know, that that team. Houston gets on board, which they should. Rangers had a lot of all-stars when they were winning, and, but George Springer has no business being in there. Joey Gallo should be a starter. Um, the fact that Springer's in there is a joke. Uh, Joey Gallo should be the starter for the for the American League, but he got in through the players, which is uh, you know that's proved. Yeah. Springer would never have gotten in with the players just because he hadn't played. It's Not that he's not an All Star player, he is. He would have never got in with the players because he had not played enough this year. Someone else would have got in um, through the player vote, and it would not have been Jerry Springer. I'm sorry, George Springer, not Jerry Springer. We start throwing chairs and having fights here in a minute. Okay, with that, let's you know what. Let's take it from there, and guys, let's go down. In the Bus Leagues Hey this is Brock Burke of the Texas Rangers You're listening to the Rangers Nation Podcast And the Recliner Nerd
0: this is Sam Huff with the Texas Rangers, and you're listening to the Rangers Nation podcast.
1: And that is Sam Huff right there, who I talked to a few weeks ago. Sam Huff, the only Ranger prospect to be playing in the Futures game all-star weekend. Um, so you need to watch for that. He's the only one that made it. He's had a heck of a year at, uh, at Hickory and now to down east. got 21 or 22 home runs. We'll get into the stats and where all the teams are sitting right now going into it. Uh, Brock Burke, who just gave a plug right there to funny thing coming out of Brock Burke. And we're going to listen to that right now, um, in just a minute. So th- I, I do these interviews and I, I meet these guys and we sit down and talk and, uh, and, uh, and one of the questions I always ask is what's something nobody knows about you? Tell me something nobody knows about you. And, uh, you know, there's different things that people, you know, Ryan Doros said, nobody knows. I've got a sister that's adopted who's, you know, she's six foot tall, going to go to. And we're going to talk about Doro later too. That that guy right there. We need to keep an eye on this guy. This guy's a gamer. We're going to ha- talk a little bit about what I saw with him. He got promoted to Frisco. I uh, had a chance to talk to him just one on one. Just sit around and and you know shoot shoot the crud there for a little bit. Uh, get, getting to know him, a real nice guy. We hadn't met face to face, so it was good good chance to shake hands and talk. Uh, but we'll talk about that. But, but Brock, when I asked Brock Burke about that, he said, you know, one thing nobody knows about me is that I walk in my sleep. And, um, he said, yeah, I had to tell Palumbo about it and, uh, you know, and, and all that. And then Palumbo got promoted. So, uh, I used that as the example when talking to Tyler Phillips, we're going to listen to Tyler Phillips here in just a second. And, uh, I said, and you'll hear it and wait till you hear the response. Turns out Tyler Phillips is, uh, Brock's roommate, when they go on the road, and me bringing that up brought up the fact that he has witnessed firsthand Brock Burke walking in his sleep. But first, we'll get to know Tyler Phillips and, and hear all about him, and we're going to do that right now. This was Tyler Phillips. I, I was at the Frisco game Friday night and sat down with him, a really nice kid, big kid, and uh, uh, Tyler sat down, and this this is how it went. Hey, guys, it's Recliner Nerd here with Rangers Nation's podcast. And right here sitting with me, I've got from the Frisco Rough Riders, I've got Tyler Phillips. Tyler, thanks for coming on with me. Thanks for having me. So, Tyler, um, this isn't like your normal interview. I know we can talk about baseball. It's been a good year for you. You started out at Down East. I I know at Hickory you had a great year. But I want to talk more about Tyler, about you, and kind of about uh, get to know Tyler. That's kind of what this is about. So tell me where you're from, where you grew up.
0: Uh, I'm from a small town called Lumberton in uh, South Jersey about 20 minutes from Philly, so grew up like a Philly fan, like all, all Philly fan. So.
1: so That's one of my questions. So I guess you weren't a Ranger fan growing up, so you were a, a Philly fan.
0: The Rangers are actually my second favorite team. Really? Yeah. How did that happen? Um, was
1: there a player so you, you were a fan yeah, of? Yeah,
0: I used to, I mean, obviously when you're younger, you play all positions. I used to hit um, once upon a time. And, uh, you know, I was struggling, so I just, like, took up looking, uh, watching Josh Hamlin, I just liked the way he hit, I liked the swing, I liked his approach, so I just started following him. Uh, you know, just watching him and like Michael Young, Ian Kinzer, like, those were some dudes back Like I mean, they still are. But, uh, I, yeah, yeah, I followed them and I always liked the Rangers.
1: So, uh, did you play any other sports when you were growing up?
0: Uh main one was obviously baseball, but, um, you know, my parents put me through everything when I was younger, um, like soccer, basketball. Like, like flag football but you know I was too frail for football so uh yeah I think when I I think when I turned 14 is when I just cut everything else off and just stuck with baseball
1: okay so you were were you 30th round Is
0: 16 Sixteenth, 16th. 16th, but yeah. you
1: went with 30th round was Palumbo y'all yeah, were yeah. both
0: scouted by the same guy yeah to catch uh
1: T-Money is yeah, how team you say money, it yeah
0: T-Money is what we call him Full name is a little hard to pronounce. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I've tried a
1: couple times, I can't do it either. Okay, so Team Money scouted you. Was there anybody else that was scouting you?
0: Um, like, any around, other teams? Yeah. Uh,
1: that you knew all, of?
0: All 30 teams. I really? Think. Yeah, I mean, my junior year was small, um, but senior year I started flashing a few 90s, like up in there, and uh, you know. Everybody started to take notice, and like I think, like towards the end of senior year, I had a few like uh, big playoff games where there was like everybody was just in the stands. It was pretty crazy.
1: So did did you have any? I'm assuming you had some Division One scholarship offers.
0: Uh, I, I was talking to some schools, but unfortunately, I, I screwed around in high school a little too much. Thought baseball. So did I. Don't me worry. Me. It. Yeah, it's something that if I could go back, I'd fix it. That's my message for kids. Um, yeah. Just like take your school seriously, because I mean that helps with I mean with everything. Even if you want to be drafted, like, you get leverage. But yeah, you know it's something that I thought baseball was going to carry me. Screwed around and, and it's something that I'll, like I kind of regret, but at the same time I don't because I'm here now.
1: Right. Okay, so did so you said you did play in the field also. What, what position did you play in
0: the field? Uh, I was an outfielder. Um, grow, uh, coming through high school, um, I was like a designated center fielder. Yeah. Because uh, we had Devin Smeltzer, he's with the Twins now. Holy um, crap. Yeah, we had him, and whenever he would play center field, and whenever he pitched, I would be in the outfield as like a soft, freshman, sophomore. Uh, junior year, I was like left field, senior year left field.
1: You hit any bombs?
0: uh i was more of a i was more of a little scrappy hitter just i think i had like as big as you are yeah (laughs) i mean my my coach saw me as a a pitcher only and he never never really let me hit like junior year i think i got 12 at bats i was 12 for 12 and i was like i was trying to like i was trying to tell him like let me keep hitting um yeah but you had a
1: golden arm though they're not gonna they're not gonna get on that
0: senior year i had to uh i had to like fight him a little bit to get to keep me in the field because he wanted me to get drafted I wanted to play because, like, I'm a kid. It's senior yeah. year. Um, so, that was, like, a little disagreement we had. And then he got me in there, like, batting eight because he didn't think I could hit. Sure enough, I went out and I think I batted, like, 315 that season. Like, a lot of bunts. Yeah. Like, people, like, I was pretty quick. Like, a lot of people see a tall, like, skinny kid. Like, oh, he's goofy. like Yeah. But I would drop down some bunts. I'd hit some, some – uh, opposite field doubles, singles. Well, that was my. my I would goal. guess
1: you'd have to be pretty fast to be playing center field.
0: Yeah, I mean, I just I, I had some range. My dad would always bring me out, and we would just sit there and practice just for hours so, all the time. So let me
1: ask you this: How did you find out you were drafted?
0: How did I find out that like when I was when kid? the rain? Yeah. Um, well, the day of, I think it was it was Wednesday. It was like the it was day three, and. You know, every kid wants to go in a higher round. So I was just, like, I was a little upset that I didn't go as high as I, like, wanted to. Right. Um, so, like, I kind of just stopped paying attention. Like, my dad was watching. My mom was watching on the computer.
1: Sorry about that. Okay, so so draft day, you were you, you hadn't been paying attention. Yeah, then. I
0: wasn't paying attention. I think I was just downstairs, like, playing Call of Duty with my friends, like, just <laughs> on, a, on Xbox. And uh, T-Money actually called me. He said, Ty, are you watching the draft? I was like oh yeah yeah I watched, yeah he's like well did you see we just picked you in the 16th round i was like you just picked me <laughs> uh hold on one second one second like I, i'm like i'm like freaking out like i'm looking at my phone just everything's coming through i'm trying to finish the game that i'm playing <laughs> my friends are yelling at me so it was just it was like caught me off guard i was like wow i mean this is crazy like, i didn't know how to feel i think i was in shock like, like he's like you don't sound excited i'm like oh no i am like i, I was just confused i was like wow this is awesome well, so there's a small chance you might actually remember me. Um, last year, the wife
1: and I took a little trip. We went kind of up uh, and went through West Virginia and stopped at the West Virginia Power. Did you? Do you remember the Toast Man? Yeah.
0: And. everybody uh, remembers that. So.
1: We I mean, that dude must do some homework, but I don't know. You might. Have, we sat right next to the dugout with some Ranger gear on uh, one night. We were there, and I just know you caught our eye every once in a while, probably because you were wondering what the hell the Ranger fans no, were doing. I, I
0: do remember it. Do. do you, do you yeah, remember that? Okay,
1: so that's when I first uh, saw you in person. I had heard about you, obviously, but uh, uh, so I, I always bring that up. Doro remembers that, and uh, Huff remembers yeah, that I mean, that night too. Yeah,
0: you know, you always remember like the fans that are like like. I think we went to Midland. There were like a, few, a bunch of Rough Riders fans. I was like, do Yeah.
1: Well, you. Well, then that's Texas, though. Yeah. So in Texas, you'll run into them yeah. all over the but
0: place. You always remember fans at other places.
1: So, okay. So, um, so what? Uh, what do you have a game? Ta- a game day routine? Like when you're starting, that you do?
0: Uh, I just have a lot of superstitions. I do have a routine, obviously. A lot of superstitions at the same time. Um, I mean, let's see where I wish I start my routine like I'll, I'll show up um usually like i have to watch like a movie like it's weird like i have to in watch the morning it. or something or um like like right when i get to the clubhouse i have to watch a movie and it's like got to be like a it's got to be like kind of gruesome like it's weird yeah. but like here like <laughs> i feel like it gets me in like a, a killer mentality yeah like sure on the mound you want to be like Kill anyone but like, yeah
1: no I don't know what you you're saying Have
0: that killer mentality you want to get these guys out so I do that to try to get locked in then I'll head to the training room and uh, I'll do my foam rolling um I'll get with our trainer uh Alex Rodriguez awesome guy takes care of me um we'll do uh we'll do my my leg stretch we do these like things called nerve glides it just, act, it just activates my arm um and then I'll go and I'll go into the clubhouse get dressed and you know that's that's where the superstition start kicking in like i got i've i got the same underwear that i've been wearing since freshman year of high school no kidding okay because high school i was 18 and 0, oh oh like wow career. and like i was like man these these things really work <laughs> yeah. so like I, I tried to bring them into pro ball they don't i mean pro ball is a little different yeah sure um but you know it's just keeping that keeping them around it just makes me feel good so i'll bring those there's nothing
1: on. wrong with superstition yeah, uh, I gotta, no problem gotta
0: have the stirrups um, yeah,
1: that was neat about you. You wear this. That, you gotta understand, I'm an old fifty-one yeah. year old. I used to wear stirrups. That's, that was with the normal when I, I played. I think
0: they look so good. Like, I mean, pants down are cool, but I started getting those because like the pants when you go to affiliates, they're not as good as like the uh, ones in Arizona. Those yeah. are majestic pants that feel like sweatpants. Right. And affiliates like the pants are a little stiff, so I just started going pants up. I'm, I always loved stirrups. I wore them in high school too. Yeah. So, uh, carry that with me. And uh, Devin, he's actually another guy that got me on to that because he wore him in high school and that's a role model for me. Sure. Um, so he was older, so. He was a year above me. Okay. Um, and he, he kind of took me under his wing in high school, so uh, I followed him a little bit with that. And just The way that I, I warm up, like I have my throwing routine, the way that I walk to the, to the dugout, like I, if I don't do the walk, I notice that I don't do as well in the game. and like. Part of that is like a confidence thing. Like I, I gotta like I gotta look mean. Like, yeah. I'm not the scary. Like I'm not a scary looking dude at all. Like I You're a big long, guy though. Yeah, I'm a big guy, but I got this long hair and like a baby face because I shaved <laughs> like the night before. I have to do that too. Yeah. And just the way I step over the line, the way I pick up the ball, like I do everything the same. It's like it's down to a science.
1: I like that. That's actually cool. You know, Doro said he comes out an hour before the game and sets his seeds and batting gloves, yeah. and he does the neat little thing yeah. like that too. So. Okay, so favorite food, I'm talking whether it's from a restaurant, does your mom make something that you got to love, or what's your favorite food you love to have?
0: Uh, See, my mom, I I went to a few restaurants, had some short rib, and, like, I liked it, and then, like, I told my mom, like, yeah, I really like short rib, and she just started trying to find some recipes, and she's, like, she mastered it, and I love it. Like, every time I'm at home, i got to have it, like, short rib mashed potatoes, she put some carrots, some baby carrots in it. Uh, some gravy is great. Have they been here yet? Have
1: they come out My to Frisco?
0: Have been here. Yeah, they helped me move in uh, when I first got here. Like our first time got, being at home, they both loved it.
1: Okay. But, so, uh, are now are you in an apartment yeah. with somebody? Or I
0: am. Uh, I live like I live like less than a minute from here. Like, yeah. Just across the street. Um, and, I, like, everybody was kind of crammed in. Like, I asked some guys, like, hey, you got any room? Some guys said, like, oh, yeah, we got a closet for you. And I was like, <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to stay in the closet. So, I'm sure I get, like, a one-bedroom for myself. And uh, that's what I did. And I was, I told Demarcus Evans, he's my best friend here, yeah. Um, that when he got called up that he could move in with me. So, now he got called up. I was ecstatic. He's my next one. Yeah. I, You
1: guys – I do the Dallas Sports Nation, it's who I write for, and I do the podcast. And you guys were on my top 20 uh, – My top twenty top prospects. In fact, I'm rolling out a mid-season one right now, and both of y'all have jumped up. So you've all moved forward. So I'm I'm proud of you guys. I'm glad I get to meet you too because when you get, um, I'm actually going into Ranger dugout, uh, Ranger clubhouse too now. I've done about twelve games there. So you know, so it's funny to see you guys when you get in there and you'll go, Oh, you're Frisco, (laughs) or hell, me, you saw me in West Uh, Virginia. So it's no, it's, I'm pulling for you 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 kind of like my kids. It's like, all right, I get to see one of my kids here. So tell me something that nobody knows about you. And let me give you an example. I asked Brock Burke this when he did the interview. He said that he walks in his sleep and that he oh had to my tell Palumbo God. that oh my gosh. because he apparently gets up and moves around and he, does that.
0: He was my road roommate. Uh, our last road trip the crap out of me. What did he do? He's, he's, he's just like a very aggressive, like, freak athlete sleepwalker. Like It was like two it was like 2.30 at night. I'm, like, just about, like, I'm fading away. And just out of nowhere, he just springs out of the bed super fast, gets up, stands in the middle of the room, and just starts flinging his pillow all over. It's like he was fighting Floyd Mayweather in his sleep. And he, he walked over to the corner started mumbling some stuff. And then he goes, now i gotta pee and i guess he stood there for a while i was like i was freaking out i was in bed just like not moving i was this guy's gonna kill me and uh (laughs) then he woke up i guess and like he like he just crawled back in the bed like nothing happened and like palumbo's told me some like crazy stories because obviously like when he was here he was my road my road roommate yeah while brock was uh rehabbing right so like Colombo's well, telling me these stories i'm like nah you gotta, you gotta be like you're messing with me yeah you're screwing and, around with and me and i and sure enough it happened like
1: well and brock told me that he yeah. said apparently i sleepwalk and i because i had to warn that is funny that's it's, just validation it's
0: crazy but uh <laughs>
1: what man, about you though something about you nobody knows
0: yeah I me. Mean, i don't know if i have anything that like really compares to that that's that's unreal mm. um
1: you like uh country music or are you weird or i mean you know something like that, that
0: i'm uh i'm like a i can't do it anymore because it's against our contract but like i was like a really good snowboarder no oh, um, no kidding i mean, it's weird because i'm tall but like, yeah. like like my dad brought me out when i was like
1: well you grew up north too yeah, so you're yeah, up there east. in the valley, yeah
0: uh, like if you can figure out a snowboard there like it's all icy there's so many people like yeah. you can you can figure out how to be pretty good you can get anywhere so uh i, mean, that's, I guess that's that's a good thing like um You know, he brought me out, and I've always loved it. I was like, oh man, like snowboarding. Like chicks got to dig snowboarders. (laughs) Like I'm gonna, I'm gonna do this. He wanted me to ski, so I mean, that was. That's a good one. I think uh, I wish I could do it still, but I don't want to, like, heat up. My parents don't want me to take any risks. So I don't want to take any yeah, risks. Yeah, I wouldn't. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. especially you're on the verge, dude. You're yeah. climbing quick and doing that. Well, listen, uh, Tyler, I really appreciate you coming on yeah. with me and doing this. It's been a pleasure meeting you. Yeah. I want to wish you luck the rest of the year. I'm hoping to see you in that Ranger dugout. Yeah, but thanks for coming it. on with me. I
0: appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me
1: all right so that was brought uh sorry that was tyler phillips it was great having tyler on there let's go over real quick down in the bus leagues just kind of things that are going on i want to talk to you about doro real quick let me tell you about doro Doro's becoming one of my favorites. He's a dude. Uh, Tepid calls him a dude. Let me tell you why he's a dude. Dude's a guy that they think can make the major leagues. This guy's not going to be an all-star, but this guy is something else. This is a grinder. And, you know, every team has one of these. I don't care if you've played sports your whole life. You know the guy I'm talking about. You've all had that one guy on the team that would do anything, anything for the team. I guarantee you that that Ryan Doro, if if Mikulik or whatever his name is, the, the manager there at Frisco, said, hey – We need to sweep up this dugout. He'd be the guy going, where's the broom? I mean, this is a guy. He went out and pitched the other night. Never pitched as a professional. Don't know if he pitched in college. I can't wait to ask him if he did in high school. He just flung it up there like a shortstop, flinging it. He's ended up pitching two innings now, filling in because they were getting bombed by Midland. And uh, he went out there and did that. you got to watch this guy. If you you go to Frisco, y'all need to look for Ryan Doro and watch this guy. This guy is going to... After next year, he's got to be put on – not this year, but next year. He's got one more year before he's got to be put on the 40-man roster. That might be an omission that could hurt the Rangers. That's a guy that could get picked up by somebody else and end up being a quality qual- – that's a Danny Santana starter kick. This is a guy that plays all over the field, plays every infield position. Uh, he pitched the other night uh, just to just to help out the, the – the, the Frisco with because they'd used all their arms. But uh, that's a guy right there that I'm, I'm fired up to watch. He's a really nice kid. I, I like meeting him. He's getting married in October. Hey, he's marrying a girl. He went to Adrian. So Doro goes to Adrian College in Michigan, plays shortstop for Adrian College in Michigan, starts dating and is about to marry the shortstop for the softball team. So the 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 fiance, I think her name's Macy. They're getting married in October. I was kidding him when I interviewed him a few weeks ago, and I was like, "You guys are going to start pumping out middle infielders." And he was laughing and saying, "Yeah, I guess we hope so. I guess those two right there. I mean, they, those guys could turn double plays themselves as a couple." Anyway, let's go down in the bus leagues. Let's go with Nashville. Nashville is uh, seven and three on their last uh, ten games. They hey, they moved out of the cellar, thirty five and forty six. They've passed Memphis. Joe Palumbo had a start there the other night. Did okay. I mean, it was nothing spectacular. He still got about a six ERA. Gave up a few runs. But it's good to see Joe getting back in action. Frisco has started out the second half. They're 2-6 uh, and six starting out. Uh, they've got bombed by Midland the, the the last few nights. They got a few, you know, look, if you're going to go to Frisco, Brock Burke was pitching there today, uh, this evening. Uh, Brock's a great guy. Uh, go watch him. That's a that's a future major leaguer right there. You got Doro. uh uh, Ronnie, Yanni, I believe his name is Yanni Hernandez, who's playing, uh, he's another middle infielder who has really risen up the ranks, is playing for them now. Uh, Down East, Down East is uh, starting out six and five in the second half. Five and five over the last team, uh, last ten games. Uh, Down East, uh, not a lot left there. A few of their stars have got moved up. Tavares is up in Frisco now. Uh, Sam Huff is still there, the only guy playing in the future game. Sam Huff, Huff, uh, catcher for Down East, still playing well. He's DHing on his nights that he's not catching. Hickory has started out the second half well. They're eight and two and in first place, uh, tied first place with eight and two in their last ten. And Spokane. Spokane. The Indians are ten and seven. They're in first place in that Northwest League. They are uh, five and five over their last ten. Bunch of new kids and some of the draft picks are there. Waiting on Josh Young to sign. Waiting on Davis Wendell. Probably going to end up at Spokane by the end of the year, in the last month or two, uh, getting there. But that's down in the bus league, guys, and that's all we got for this one right here. Today what we're going to do, want to thank everybody. want to thank Tyler Phillips for coming on here. Thank you for listening. Be sure and like the show. Share the show. Get more people to listen to it if you can. Hey, give me your questions. Let me know if you want to – Send me any question you want to ask a major leaguer. I'm in that dugout now, I get, or in that uh, locker room. I get to ask them. If I get a shot, I will certainly ask a question for you. But for all of those been a part of this one, thank you so much. And like I say at the end of every article I write in every episode on here, nerd out.